podcast Daniel Loveless. Welcome to Success Talks, the podcast. This is the podcast where we dive deep into our guest minds to get all of their hints, tips, and secrets of how they attain and maintain success at the highest level. Welcome to the podcast. This episode is sponsored by Polish Club by Jodes. They are located in the Malabar area, Trinidad. They specialize in manicure, pedicure services, and acrylic services also. For more information about their services, you can visit their Instagram page at polishclub underscore by Jodes or contact them at 389-5106 for more information about their services. Daniel Loveless. Yes, sir. It's a pleasure to be here. Good morning, everybody. Yes. Good afternoon. <laughs> yes. Good. As we're going to dive right into it, can you give our listeners and viewers a brief history of yourself up to this point? Absolutely. No problem. Well, my name is Daniel Loveless. Uh, I travel the world asking people questions. I've been to 26 destinations worldwide, uh, questioning complete strangers around the world on, um, on the streets of Trinidad and Tobago and, you know, around the world, um, seeking to educate and entertain my audience. Uh, over the past five years, I've managed to build an audience of over 800,000 persons uh, on Facebook, YouTube, and these different platforms. And I continue to, you know, create content to, to, bring, a, um, to bring a laughter and, and, and a likeness to the world. Yes, that's wow. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. If you allow me just to go a little deeper, um, what made you start the talk show, What You Know? Because we understand that there are a lot of talk shows, that there are a lot of persons that will do something similar to what you are doing. But what really drives you to get into that field there? Well, um, what happened is that when I completed secondary school in 2014, I went through a period of trying to find myself from 2014 to 2016. So I went through yes. that little period trying to, trying to figure out what I really wanted to do in life. Um, and what I did is that I went out into the world of work and, and got a few jobs serving as a, a customer service represent, um, representative because I, I always I always liked dealing with people. I always liked interacting with people and, and you know, bringing, a, um, bringing joy to persons. You know, I, I found that in Trinidad and Tobago, the, the customer service arena was, was filled with... Um, with, with, with people who didn't really like people, but I love people. So being in that arena, I enjoyed dealing with people and, you know, giving my best to people. But what I didn't like was sitting down behind a computer for the entire day and just having to just be there and, you know, use a computer and just be in that space. So I said, you know what? How about I get out of this space and, and involve myself into a job where I could still be that customer service representative, still interact with people without having to be behind that computer. So what I did is I left my job on the first month. I bought a camera and I proclaimed myself to be a photographer. I, I, I started doing photography, going to numerous parties, taking pictures, but I still felt stifled in that industry because I felt like, you know, there was so much of competition and I, I didn't really stand out. You know, the quality of the images was good. I didn't stand out. I wanted to stand out. I didn't just want to be that guy with the camera in a, in a party. So because of my uh, questioning for life, 
you know, concern questioning for life, I was like, you know what? It'd be a cool social experiment to see what people know. And that's how I ventured out on the streets and attempted the social experiment of what you know. And here I am five years later doing what wow. you know. Wow, that, that is fantastic. I must say that um, that's a really brief step in yeah. regards to how um, things are structured with regards to the field of work. For you were telling me that at that early age, you had the maturity to step out of that environment and create one of your own. Good. So that draws, me to, that draws me to the question to ask immediately, um, how do you define or measure success after taking that step or that brave step to step out into the environment on your own? How do you define and measure success? Well, you see, I define and measure success by um, by actually, you know, judging the impact that that I could have on people. So, so I constantly look at the feedback that I get from people, and that enables me to measure the success. Like, you know, I read through the comments. You know, I pay attention to the emails that I receive. But mostly, the the impact on people defines the success for me. Because you see, success for me is not within the material uh, possession. Success for me is 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 not in you know the the things that i get but success for me lies in the effect that i can have on people so the greater effect that i could have on people that is where my wealth lies so i am i am confident that i am a wealthy person because the more people that i could could, could affect positively is the more wealthy i become okay great great that is fantastic the show i must say i've watched it grow from strength to strength and um you know I always ask myself, what Daniel Loveless is curious about or what keep Daniel, Daniel Loveless up at night? Because you are traveling the world, going up to, let's say, strangers and asking them these personal questions, you know, unaware of, you know, their backgrounds or their, their educational pathway. What keeps you up at night? What, what you are curious about the most with regards to the job that he's doing at the moment. What I'm curious about, what keeps me up? So is it that you want to know what 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 keeps me going? What what you are curious about because okay, we understand your pathway so far, but every guest they are unique. Yes. So the line of questioning will be different. So what talk me through that process. How will you approach individual guests well usually i i use my personality to assist me a lot in 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 getting people to to actually answer the questions so what i do is that, that i would approach random people and just explain to them the concept of of of, of what i do you know so like let's say you were a guest um or, or a person on the street that i would you know attempt to to question what i would do is i would say um hey brother what's up would you like to answer some questions and, and, and you know, and a chance to win one thousand dollars? Then right. you would be like, either either you may know me or you may not know, and that is when you will ask, and you may be like, um, okay, who are you? What do you do? And then I explain myself, explain to you. I, I, I'll be like, well, okay, my name is Daniel Loveless. This is this is what I do, and this is the concept of the show. And if you participate, you can have the chance to win something. And that's how I just capture just strangers. I mean, sometimes people believe that they are. Um, you know, scripted or, or we we, we kind of assess people, but it's just like random people, random people in the streets. Okay, that that's that's fantastic. You know, I because I always ask myself that, you know, um, what is Daniel Loveless 
they're curious about is he afraid to go up to these people because the show is global so that means now a lot yeah. of people tap into the show so i know i know a lot of people will i don't want to answer i don't want to be on the show i don't want to be on the show but that is really fantastic you know so that draws me to the next question can we give our, our listeners and viewers you know something that you know persons who are familiar with you you know that, that they're not familiar with what the job really entails because we mostly see you behind the camera you know yeah you know can you talk us through some of the, the challenges that you will have gone through some of the things that we'll have to do to get this job done right and put out a proper product absolutely right well i think that is an amazing question i think that's something that people did not know or like something that people do not know is that what you know is such a, a spontaneous show like it's nothing really that is that that much planning goes into really some days like the team just wakes up and i would say okay guys today i'm feeling to go to port of spain and we're going to port of spain and we're gonna ask people questions today sometimes we have absolutely no idea what questions we're gonna ask but i move on vibe and energy and i just lead me to where my spirit goes because i feel like what you know is something so much bigger than me it's not about it's not about me and the name of the show implies it. It's, it's what you know. It's not yeah. really what I know. Yeah, so I allow I allow the show to build itself, if that makes sense. So yes. I wake up and I allow the creator to tell me what I should be. So and I think that that that's something that people don't know because they think that there's this schedule like where are you coming to next or where are you gonna go to next? But in reality, spontaneity for me wins. Every single country that I've been to across the world, it has not been planned. Sometimes one week before I decide, hmm, Las Vegas next week, let's do it, let's go. It's so spontaneous and spontaneity has enabled me to produce videos that has had a, a major effect on a large mass of people okay great really really fantastic so how do you let's say keep the show interesting because we understand the pathway up to this point where the random selection of, of, of locations and persons but how do you let's say choose or select the questions that will keep the show interesting. How, how do you go about doing that? How do I select the questions that enable the show to remain interesting? That is an amazing question. I do this process by many things. So there are many factors, right? So I'll break it down into percentages for you. Um, so I would say that it's 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 20% what's happening on social media, what's trending. What is trending? What is the trending topic? What can I hedge off of? Um, to create a question from. So, so let's say there's something trending with the commissioner of police. Then okay. an, an ideal question maybe to ask something along the lines of the commissioner of police. So it's 20% of what's trending, but 80% of it is basically, okay, 20% of what's trending, 20% uh, of what the people want. People will submit questions and 60% vibes and energy, you, you know, 60%, let's jump in the vehicle and let's drive down the road and let us allow the universe to tell us what to ask. We literally driving down the road and I would see a stop sign and I would say, oh, that's an amazing question. Can you tell me if S-T-O-P spells stop? 
and PED spells PED. Then what is STOP? PED. And then you find people say, oh, STOP, PED, um, it spells stupid. It spells, but it actually spells stopped. So yeah. I, I allow <laughs> the creator to tell me what he knows. Yes. <laughs> what I could go out and find, you know, what people know. So I'd say 60% vibe. 60% what people, 60% vibe, 20% what people want, and 20% of just what's trending. Okay, great, great, great. So we're going to go a little deeper into the interview here now. Yeah. And we are aware of what is happening globally, you know. So what have been your biggest surprise within the past year or the past few months, maybe positive or negative? And I was on your social media yesterday. And I, it was a surprise to me. I don't know if it was a surprise to you, but I would like for you to, you know, share a bit of that after you explain what have been your biggest surprise to, 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 to you, you know, maybe positive or negative within the past few months. Uh, I think my, I think my, my biggest surprise is um, my ability to adapt to the current circumstance. Okay. Had I been asked, uh, two years ago, Daniel, let's say the world shuts down and there's a global pandemic. Um, what are you going to do with what you know? What you know is primarily based on getting out on the streets and asking people questions. So had I been asked that question two years ago, I may not have had an answer. I said, mm -hmm. like, what do you mean? The world ain't going to shut down. I am going to go out here on the streets and ask people questions. So my biggest surprise daily is, is my ability to adapt, you know, to the to the circumstance and i'm also also surprised and very grateful at opportunities still overflowing like things have been better with what you know and with business on the business side of things um during the pandemic you know so th that is my biggest surprise and that's why i continue to, to to bask in gratitude you know for the new opportunities you know and what like what i like about that is that the more opportunities that come my way is the more it gives me the ability to provide opportunities to others. Okay. So I like that so much. You know, it's my biggest surprise just being able to adapt to that and not, not being able to be taken down by the challenge, but being able to overcome the challenge and become better. Like things are amazing. That's yeah. the best way I could put it. Things are amazing with the business and I continue to try to do more for people. And, and, and that is one of the keys of remaining where I am for me, you know, using these opportunities that I get and providing more opportunities for other people. So I think that the frequency is just aligned. You know, the creator knows that I will provide more opportunities for people and I like to give. So I get more so that I could give more. The more I get, the more I could give, the more opportunities I could create, the more I could inspire, the more I could do for my audience and my biggest practice. My biggest surprise is just the adaptability. Okay, great, great. So I saw on your social media, which is a fantastic opportunity, opportunity again to spread what you know brand even to a larger or to different continents. I want to take this opportunity to, to congratulate you and Thank wish you. you all of the best in, yeah. in, in your future endeavors, you know, and um, I want, I want that to lead me into this question because the name of the show is Success Talks, but, you know, uh, success is taken into different categories and taken in different ways with regards to individuality. Yeah. And 
no one speaks about their challenges. Even we would see on social media, you know, we will wait until we are dressed up looking nice, all these different things, then to post a picture on, on, on Instagram. But we will never show the process to that picture. So when you incur challenges with what you know, how do you overcome them? Challenges. I overcome challenges within this entire entertainment arena by trying to find solutions to the challenges and not dwelling on the challenges. So I'm going to give you an example. One of my biggest challenges as a creative, as the host of what you know, you know, as an entertainer, is creating a separation between my personal life and the entertainer and the person I put out there. Because it's in line between personal and what I put out there. What I mean by this is that a large portion of who I put out is actually who I am, you know. Behind the scenes is the same vulgar, loud, you know, entertaining guy. And yes. what happens is that because what you know and, and the persona Daniel Loveless is so deeply embedded into my personality, it becomes a race in my head. So it's, 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 it's difficult to, you know, so many things are happening. Deals. You got a million and two people reaching out to say congratulations. You got a million four, a, a million DMs of people saying, wow, I love you. You know, so it's so much. So that in itself as an entertainer is challenging to have all these things happening at the same time. You know, it's so many emails. So many people want you. So many people want to do interviews. So many people want to advertise. So many people need shout outs. So it's it's a difficult task of separating my, my personal life and really being still and the entertainer um, lifestyle. And the, that's a challenge. Or what's the solution? Am I going to sit down and, ah, oh, this is so overwhelming and this is so much. Or am I going to create a solution? Right. The solution is get a social media team to be able to be on your social media and populate your social media when you are unable to do it. When you need personal time for yourself, when you need to work on self-mastery, when you need to read, when you need to do things that you really want to do. Like some days I just really want to sit and read and just meditate and look at the rain and just relax. Like, think about, okay, how can I be better as a person so that I could give more of myself to the world? But that's difficult to do if I need to be on social media all day, reposting people's things, making posts, etc. But it makes it better with a team. I can go far alone. I can be good alone, but I can be great with people. So that's the thing. Create yeah. a solution to challenge. Okay. So that was one of the biggest challenges over the quarantine because I'm I'm home a lot. You know, I gotta be on social media. So what I did is I brought on some, you know, some, you know, a, a solid team to deal with that for me. You know, I have my my camera person, he's behind the camera creating all these 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 moments. He's behind here recording every moment right now. <laughs> um so I have Nazim working behind the camera, shots by Nazim. I have I am I have Israel Mark, he's working on my social media. So I'd wake up in the morning and he would populate that social media and ensure that it's 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 going, it's going. Then I have another guy who would focus on assisting and responding to the comments so that the system keeps running. So when Daniel Loveless, the entertainer, needs to take a step back and say, okay, you know what, today, guys, I, I, I'm not able, I, I can't do it. I need to sit, I need to meditate, I need to read, I need to refocus, I need to figure out how I could, you know, be better. Then they take, you know, they take the mantle and they go with it. So it's about creating a solution to the challenge and not letting the challenge take you down. Wow. 
that's 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 really really inspirational there that's fantastic that's really really fantastic and i can clearly see that you have a clear pathway of where you come from where you're going and where you want to be i can clearly see that from from our period so far yeah. in this session so someone who looks up to you because there's a lot of person but the, the young boy or the young girl who is saying i want to be like daniel loveless i want to be like daniel loveless you know and without you know social media and and you you know coming in these sort of intimate moments they will not know these challenges and struggles can you share some sort of advice or inspiration to them where now they can let's say achieve success let's say in a shorter period or if they have to go the same route you have taken you know they will know what are the obstacles to look out for absolutely so what i would say to you know to anybody who aspires to be like daniel loveless i would say that the first thing before you even get to challenges the first thing that you need to ask yourself is what is my why why am i doing what am i doing like why am i doing it um because you need to live a a, a purpose driven life you find that life is more fulfilling when you live by purpose the question should never be what can the world give to me or what can the world do for me the question should always be what can i do for the world and what can i give to the world so that is just the first before we even get to challenges that is the first thing that we need to consider what contributions can you give to the world how can you make the world a better place because that 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 enables you to live such a more fulfilling life and have so much more so much more purpose uh secondly um you need to really define for yourself what success and what wealth and and what fame is so for me i consider wealth uh not in my material possessions but i consider wealth my ability to affect people positively so you find that even if i'm dumb you know people think that money can make them happy but for me what makes me happy is affecting people positively i you know find you words that get you going words that get me going are inspire motivate love right um inspiration these words get me going so you find out when people reach out and say wow you inspire me it adds to my wealth you make me laugh i aspire to educate i aspire to entertain so figure out your why yes. because that is the thing that is going to get you out of the bed in the morning you see if you if you're just doing it for the money or you're just doing it for the fame or the followers these things these things are not fulfilling sometimes you know coming from me it could be fulfilling in the short term you know it could feel good in the short term but it dies out really fast you know the novelty of it wears off really fast but if you have that why then it makes things you know my personal why is just you know i do this because number one i do this for my unborn children i know my unborn children are listening to this interview right now jake <laughs> if you're listening to this yeah they are listening right now so i yes. do this for them i do this to leave a contribution for them i do this to create that generational wealth for for generations beyond me for my kids 64 years you know their kids and their grandchildren and everything i do this to create opportunities for for young people who are who are born without without hope who maybe not who maybe are not academically inclined or, or you know are not into i mean i did a degree in business management i am you know somewhat academically inclined you know did well cx level etc but what about people who 
who are not that way, who are not academically inclined. What do they do? I want to give them hope to understand that. All right, cool. If you if you don't, you know, yes, kids stay in school, but if in a school and they probably don't like school, it probably doesn't work out with you. There is hope. I mean, look at me. The degree didn't do this. The CXE passes didn't do this. This was all a burning desire to, to, to do something. So, you know, to the youth, I, I shared a lot of words, but I'll just say, figure out your why. Why are you doing what you're doing? And that helps the process, you know, to move forward really faster. Yes, that's great. That's really, really motivating. Because uh, yesterday, you know, I was speaking with, uh, let's say, the manager of this talk show. And, yeah. you know, we were having a discussion with regards to person sending in their requests. We are we sending out our requests and we want persons to understand doesn't matter where you start or where you are presently, never to underestimate your story. And you are a living testament to that because yeah. you went on to define every single law of physics. Yeah. And yeah, every single law there that we were telling me there. And, you know, the show have achieved massive success, you know, and still achieving massive success. So... I, as the host and the interviewer, I want to know personally from you, what are some, what are some of the things or, or, or most of the things most people misunderstand about what you know? Before you answer, I remember, I can't remember, but I know it was a couple of years ago, there was an uproar in the media which yeah. went global. So what are some of the things most people misunderstand about the show? Because if with, with all the, the deep insight of the show, it will be like, Daniel Loveless just want to put people on the spot. Daniel Loveless just want to show up this. Daniel Loveless want to show up that. So can you share with the listeners and viewers what are some of the things most people under, misunderstand about the show? Well, okay, so I'm going to break down some of the common misconceptions of what you know. So number one, we don't force people to participate in what you know. We don't just run up with a camera and hold a guy and say, hey, you, spell Trinidad, let me embarrass you. It's not like that. The process, as I say, begins with us walking to the streets and asking people permission to be a part of it, explain to them the concept of it. People also sign releases to allow us to record them. That is a big, like, people don't know that. Can to you stick a pen there? Sorry to cut you, but can you stick a pen there and... I want to ask you very respectfully, yes. can you say that over? Because I want to really highlight that. That is that is so, so, so crucial. Yeah. People sign releases to be on what you know. Yes. Either sometimes before or after the interview, most times before. So, you know, they need to sign that release to, to, um, to be on the show. You know, they know what they're getting themselves into. They have a chance to um, win money. They have a chance to win a prize. So they are competing um for the chance to win something so they're they're paying me with their face and their voice and their intellectual property and i'm paying them with the chance to try a thing to win some money or to win some a prize or most times they still get something you know sometimes i hamper and now that we have all these names documented we sometimes call back people and say hey you know you were featured in 2019 you know we have we have some for you you know etc so that just gives an example of one misconception of, of of what you know um another misconception is that you know we aspire to embarrass people or to degrade people you know there is the minority and i say minority because 
the majority likes the show, but there's the minority that Definitely. finds that, you know, we highlight illiteracy. And, and that is another misconception. Like, sometimes the answers to the questions, it doesn't really have anything to do with literacy. Sometimes people just are caught off guard, you know. Sometimes people just, I mean, I ask somebody sometimes, what does TWO spell? And she went on for five minutes trying to figure out what does TWO, and you know, that was not connected to literacy. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't strive to highlight literacy. Um, you know, and people think that that's our goal, you know, but that's not our goal. We have we have given out. I am sure if we, we do the maths, we have given out upwards of one hundred thousand dollars on what you know. Wow. Upwards, we there were years we gave out twenty thousand in one go, ten thousand right on the streets. There are more than ten episodes we give out a thousand dollars. So you do the maths, you know. We and most people who win this money are not government ministers, you know. Mm-hmm. They are not you know parliamentarians. They are they are random people on the streets who are grateful for the opportunity. I've had people saying, "Oh my God, I didn't know how I was gonna pay my rent." And these things are available publicly. There's just not me just bluffing. How am I going to pay my rent? Wow, you're a blessing. Oh my gosh, I could now buy my kids pampers, you know. Wow, thank you so much. Wow, I'm so happy to be featured on the show. You know, I've had people didn't eat anything for the day and win a 500. I've had homeless people win $320. George, his interview went viral on, on, you know, George, a homeless person won 300 and something dollars. So we don't aspire, we aspire to give back. But if a person doesn't answer all the questions correctly, they don't win the prize, you know? Correct. So those are just some, some misconceptions of um, of that. And I just think the final misconception is that Daniel Loveless is just the guy who asks questions. Like, this is this is so much bigger than what some people see it for. You know, it, it, it's not just that guy. It's a guy who, yeah, he asks questions. Yeah, he travels. But it's a guy who has a camera person who is dependent to be, you know, on him to be fed. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't mean fed literally, but fed as a, as in a salary. We have a social media team who are looking forward to a salary as well, who are looking forward to feedback from me, who are, you know, looking forward to the opportunity for me to keep pushing the vision forward. So it's not just ask questions on the street, but it's this guy who is building a, an empire and people are depending on this guy, not only the fan base, but staff, you know. So that is an, another one of the reasons why I can't give up. What am I going to tell my cameraman, you know, when Montaigne comes? Well, bro, I'm feeling down, you know. Um, I'm not motivated to create more content, you know. So, like, I can't pay this month. No! You know, I got I to gotta work to provide that opportunity and continue providing opportunities for them, my team, and the world, and more people. Great. Fantastic. And you have, you overcame a lot of hurdles, you achieved a lot of success. And I want to believe that um, you are still in your early 20s. Yeah, 22. Yes, 22, 22. So what advice will you give your, the teenager of Daniel Loveless? What advice will you, will you give him, will, will you give that person? Or are you contented of the person you are becoming? I am contented with the person that I am becoming because I am, I believe that you are always exactly where you need to be in life. But the reason why I'd answer your question is because you didn't ask me if I had any regrets. 
advice and regrets is different. So I would I would give advice to my to my younger self, and I would I would say two things. I would say number one, be patient with yourself. You know, mm-hmm. even at 22 years old, I struggle to be patient with myself. You know, it's always a let's go, let's go, let's keep let's let's be better, let's be better. You know, you know. So you sometimes need to be patient and allow the process to to happen. And sometimes you know. So be patient with yourself. Be patient with your progress. Um, and another piece of advice I would give to my younger self is definitely ask yourself how you could serve the world more. You were put here to serve. You know, sometimes we um we we live so much by by ego. You know, um, so I I tell myself to to drop your ego, and 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 see how can you be of service to the world. That's the greatest question uh, a man could ask himself. You know. How can I be of service to the world? How can I make the world a better place? And when you begin to ask yourself that question, it becomes less about you, less about, you know, me and I, 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 and I look good and I want this and I want that. Because when you when you when you go to the I, right, it 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 is it is it, it now becomes a question of what is the world doing for me? I deserve to be successful. I deserve a this i deserve that i deserve a million dollars i deserve to be a millionaire and that's the and that's the and that's the narrative these days on 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 social media oh get what you deserve oh gordy and get it oh success is meant for you and gordy and get it and a lot of people are not and you know these hand signals are important to to, to, to drive the point home you know because it's always a question of what can the world do for me but when it becomes uh, the question of what can you do this do for the world then it becomes so much easier to manifest a million dollars it becomes so much easier to manifest staff and get more people and find the money to pay them it becomes easier because the question moves away from a selfish question to a selfless question. Be more selfless. That would be my advice. Fantastic. Fantastic. So we are at the stage of the interview where at Success Talks, we have we titled it Quick Fire Questions, which you have three seconds to answer these questions. Three seconds. Three seconds. Three seconds, yes. What is the meal you can eat every day of the week? Sushi. For sure. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> okay. So if you had the opportunity to have dual citizenship other than Trinidad and Tobago, what country will it be? Canada. Okay. When it's safe to travel again, what will be the first country you're going to? Ghana. I love Ghana. <laughs> Guyana or Ghana? Guyana or Ghana? Guyana, Guyana, yeah. Guyana, Guyana. Okay. If you were not doing what you know, what would you be doing now? Celebrity driver, drive. I love to drive. Yeah, <laughs> driver of people. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and this is the final question, which will be five quick fire questions. What are the secret talents and skills that are not known that Daniel Loveless possess? I think I don't show people the motivational side enough. I'm a, I'm a motivational speaker. I have it in there. Yeah. Oh. That is it. That is it. People don't hear it enough, you know, but but very, 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 very like okay. Gary Tony Robbins kind of level. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Daniel Loveless, we thank you very, very much for joining us on Success Talks, the podcast. And we wish you the best in all your future endeavors. And we look and forward to having you back on in the future. Absolutely. Where, or even in person where, you know, we can sit and really, you know, expand on all the questioning today. So we want to 
Wish you and your team the best once again and be safe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And if you didn't know, now you know. Now you know. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Thank you for tuning in to Success Talks, the podcast. Activate your mind powers. You are unstoppable. Only you can stop you.